show. Something like that. I am Kaz. I am a registered massage therapist, an intuitive energy healer, and a meditation coach, the owner of Key Health and Wellness in Whitby. And I am Julie. I'm a health and nutrition coach, sometimes yoga teacher with Balance Life with Julie. And we're just two like super cool chicks who are going to talk about health and wellness from different standpoints, make mm-hmm. you laugh, make you cry, make you be like, what am I freaking listening to? Point and giggle. Yes. All of those things. <laughs> All wrapped up in 15 minutes. Today, we're going to talk about sleep. That thing that eludes so many people, and yet, oh, I think we all love it. It's very we important. All love it. So, sleep. Yes, I did not get much of it last night. My <laughs> own fault because I don't know. I just was up doing stuff like playing on my phone because I'm addicted oh. to this stupid game that Which I can't game? help myself. It's like I don't know some dragon thing i never got into stuff into the phone games can't can't uh can't do it it's crazy but i'll say this i tend not to lay in bed and play on it my husband not so much he is like scrolling 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 for hours Mm. um which is really 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 bad people yeah um even tv now tv i will watch uh it usually actually puts me to sleep um, however, the nights that I'm watching a lot of TV, I don't stay asleep. And mm-hmm. so what most people, I won't say most people, some people don't know is that the light from the TV can actually trigger your brain into thinking that, oh, it's time to wake up. Mm-hmm. So it won't produce enough melatonin. So you can't either get to sleep or stay to sleep, which is why it's very important if you wake up. To not grab your phone and be like, well, just look on my phone. So when I work with clients, I have this thing called power down hour, which means you step away from all electronic devices an hour before bedtime so that your brain actually understands Mm. that it's not daytime, it's nighttime. And you can actually also start to dim the lights because that will cue Mm. your brain to start pushing out melatonin. Um... And that way you'll have a better sleep. Things to do instead of watching TV or mm-hmm. scrolling on your phone is you can have a bath, you can meditate, you can journal, you can read, you can uh, have some one-on-one time with your partner, if you know what I'm saying. These are we all... We all know what you're saying, Julie. What, what are you saying? <laughs> yes. So reading is actually a great thing to do before you go to sleep because... Most of us spend our lives on electronics. So our brains are getting very lazy. Mm -hmm. And so reading is really good to stimulate the brain in a different kind of way. It makes it have to work. And then it kind of gets tired because it's having to work. Mm -hmm. Because it has to read the word, understand the word, formulate the word in your brain, understand what that word means before you move on to the next one, all in fraction of a second. And so as you're reading... Your mind, it's getting, and then it's trying to create the scene for you. It's doing so much, and then it will help you go to sleep. Versus watching TV where you have to do nothing, and mm-hmm. your brain just is like, live a minute. It's passive. And yeah. so it's also because we live such stressful lives. What? Who lives stressful lives? <laughs> Not us. I can't see my gray hair, right? <laughs> From stress. Oh, there's one. Um, anyway, 
you want to be actually aiming to get like seven to 10 hours of sleep <laughs> a night Amy. because, uh, because, well, for two, for two consecutively, yeah. by the way, yeah, <laughs> not like so, an hour here and an hour there. Yeah, that's right. Shanti yeah, agrees. Like, it's unbelievable. Shanti. <laughs> anyway, um, seven to 10 hours of sleep a night. And the reason really is, is this is, hang on, holding the thought. <laughs> That's like the most she's ever spoken since I've known her. Shanti. So, picking it up again. Seven. <laughs> seven hours of sleep. <laughs> seven to ten hours of sleep a night because that's when your body does its repair work. That's mm-hmm. when your muscle tissue repairs. That's when your brain takes out the garbage from the day. And because we live such stress-filled lives... It's actually, that's what you want to be aiming for is seven to 10 hours of sleep a night. Here's the other interesting thing. I work with a lot of people that want to lose weight. Mm. If you're sleeping six hours or less for a week straight, your body goes into insulin resistance. What? Yes. And a lack of sleep is actually perceived as a stress state in your body. So your body cannot shed weight when you're stressed out. So not only are you in insulin resistance, you're also in a stress state and it throws off your hunger hormones. So you might have the best intention to eat well, but now you wake up, you haven't had enough sleep. All you want is garbage, Mm. sugar, Mm -hmm. fat, processed garbage. And so what happens is you're actually literally working against yourself. Mm -hmm. So, so many reasons to sleep. And I find, so I was saying this to Julie this morning, who's horrified when I told her this. I actually eat about 30 to 60 minutes before I go to bed or else I will wake up really hungry and then I will not be able to go back to sleep. And so I know that there was, I think like Oprah said something (laughs) a few years ago where it's like you shouldn't eat X amount of time before you go to bed. And that's great. Oprah. Um, Thanks for listening, by the way. Um, But... For me, if I do not eat, I will, I'll be awake. So it depends on what you eat, but generally you don't want to eat two to three hours before bedtime because digestion takes up a lot of energy. And so when our body is digesting food, all of this blood gets diverted to your digestive tract and it interrupts sleep. And especially if you have like a fatty or really processed meal that, kind of throws things off. (laughs) So So I did a little research on foods to eat before you go to bed because I don't, okay, last night I had a pizza slice before I went to bed, but that's okay. It was a veggie. It was a veggie pizza slice. (laughs) That's good. Was it full of cheese? Um, It wasn't full of cheese, but it did have cheese on it. Mm. Cheese is processed. So (laughs) you know what's funny? I'm English, born in England, grew up in England. And my mom always used to say to me, do not have cheese before you go to bed because it plays with your mind. It does. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember I would have the most craziest dreams when I have cheese. Not so much. So in England, like we used to have real, like real cheese. You're right here. It's very processed. Um, I mean, you can't buy real cheese, but yeah, it's like hardcore. Mm-hmm. So cheese, well. 
Dairy is dairy. not healthy. We should talk about that another time. <laughs> but cheese itself is so highly concentrated. It's like, you know, full of, it's mostly fat, a lot of salt, and it actually goes to, um, it's an endomorphin. So it has morphine-like qualities. So, yeah. So you you're might be asking. You're literally on drugs. <laughs> hey. <laughs> when you have a great trip, man. Um, so you're probably thinking then, well, what can I have? Especially if you wake up. Because I know as women age, our hormones change and sleep becomes insane. So some good things to eat. I'm just going to rhyme some off because I looked it up this morning, but I'm sure Julie's going to inform you a lot more. Um, <laughs> some good things to have if you find that you've woken up and you're starving. Um, just like a handful of nuts. So almonds and walnuts mm -hmm. because they have some good amino acids, like the fatty acids. Mm -hmm. And they're also a really good source of melatonin. Mm -hmm. So smart today. Um, oh, I've lost my train of thought. I know salmon was one of the things. I know you're going to be like, don't you dare. I don't, I couldn't imagine eating salmon before I go to bed anyways. Mm. But apparently salmon and turkey. Now turkey's interesting because who hasn't had those Thanksgiving or Christmas days where you eat turkey and then you're like, and I'm out. And then mm -hmm. you fall asleep. And I think it's because it's high in so well, proteins, which are good because it keeps everything Tryptophan. Amino acid. <laughs> like, what are you it's having? <laughs> it's tryptophan. Yes, some sort of weird Tourette's. Tryptophan. <laughs> um, kiwis, I hear, are pretty good because they're high in vitamin C, K, folic acid, and potassium. Mm -hmm. um, and then oatmeal and bananas occasionally. Um, sorry, I'm getting a phone call from a fan. We'll, we'll get to phone calls later on in the show. Um, yes. So any other good foods that you could snack on to kind of help you fall back to sleep? I like the nuts. My question would be if somebody's waking up in the middle of the night, when are they having dinner? What are they having for dinner? Mm -hmm. Because if you're having a good amount of food, um, also, dinner needs to be your smallest meal of the day. So because most people just, you know, don't do much in the evening. They have dinner, then they don't do a lot, and then they go to bed. And if they don't burn off those calories, those calories kind of stick around as weight. Mm -hmm. So if someone's not having enough nutrient density in their meals, then yeah, you're going to start to feel hungry. And if you're waking up in the middle of the night starving, then that's something that I would look at first before I go, oh, here, have this. Because if you're having nutrient-dense meals throughout the day, then you should be fine. You mm -hmm. should be able to sleep through the night. And because the thing is, if you're getting up in the middle of the night, then you're actually disrupting your body's repair time. And so what are good nutrient-dense meals that you could be having during the day? Um, so you want to be having lots of veggies because mm -hmm. those are full of minerals and phytonutrients and they're very nutrient dense if you're doing grains you're doing whole grains uh so for and examples are uh quinoa amaranth um so uh last night for dinner what did we have we had uh, brown rice black beans mushrooms 
think there were some onions and broccoli in there. We had our dinner. It was around seven. We didn't go to bed until after 10. I didn't have breakfast until after my workout this morning at 8 Mm a.m. I didn't wake up in the middle of the night hungry because I had like my whole grains. Mm -hmm. I had like uh, complex carbs. So the black beans are full of protein. They're complex carbs. It takes your body some time to break those down. And then I had like the veggies, the mushrooms and broccoli and onions. And because it was a good, like I didn't overeat, I wasn't stuffed. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, because the meal was really nutrient dense, it gave my body lots of stuff to work with. And I wasn't like starving. Even when I had breakfast this morning, I wasn't like, oh my God, I got it. I'm starving. I'm starving. So a lot of times when people are eating constantly, it's because they're not getting enough nutrient density. And so your body's going to keep wanting certain things because it wants, it wants nutrient dense foods. And if you're not getting that, if you're doing too many processed foods or simple mm-hmm. carbs, then your body's going to have a problem. Right. So my my thing would be if someone's constantly waking up in the middle of the night, what are they eating during the day? What time are they eating? And shifting that around first. Because you want to be aiming to be sleeping through the night. Yes. Seven hours. You do. (laughs) At At the minimum. Although sometimes I feel like I get nine hours of uninterrupted sleep, but yet I wake up even more tired, which is probably going to have to be a whole other podcast but Why is Kaz tired? What's wrong with Kaz? Oh, God. That's a whole separate podcast. <laughs> Our new podcast will be What's Wrong with Kaz. Let's dissect this disturbed podcast. brain. <laughs> so to summarize, sleep. which I think is a good idea, um, if you're having troubles with sleep, especially either falling asleep or staying asleep, you want to look at things like what are you doing Um, those last couple of hours before you go to sleep. So Mm -hmm. what kind of foods are you eating? What kind of um, activities are you up to? How much electronic time are you on? Things like that so that you can start to wean them out and really get yourself a good night's sleep. It's surprising how your life will change when you sleep. Yeah. Because sleep is very important. Like Julie said, that's when your body actually starts to repair its, repair itself. It's when your brain processes things that you've taken in. Mm-hmm. Imagine how much information we are bombarded with 24-7. Your brain needs to do stuff with that. Yeah. And I know we may run out of time, but I'm going to keep talking anyways. Boom. <laughs> um, so a lot of my clients say they have trouble. The moment they lay down, their brain just is like, with all the chatter. Yeah. And so I know we'll, we'll cover this in another topic somewhere along the lines, I'm sure we will. But a lot of people don't understand that their brain is designed to problem solve. And so when thoughts arise, if you're not processing them or even acknowledging them, you're putting them to the side so that when you have downtime, your brain's going to go, oh, remember that thing we were supposed to talk about? And then you're thinking about that time that your underwear lost its elastic and fell down in the middle of Walmart. But that didn't happen to me. <laughs> but to to sort of summarize, but if you start- Summarize the summary. <laughs> summarize the summary. If you have a good routine in place, a good evening routine that allows your brain to power down from the day, because that's what you're doing when you're stepping away from 
your phone and TV and all that, when mm. you start to let your brain kind of unwind, you'll actually be able to sleep more easily. It's funny that you say that because when I, I have two children, when they were babies, we would have a routine for them so that they would go down mm-hmm. for the love of God, go to sleep. Right. And so it's like, you give them a nice warm bath, a bottle, your soothing music, you know, whatever it is. And yet me, I'm just like scrambling around to do whatever. So it makes sense. Yeah. So adults also need a sleep routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it for today's topic. Although we could go on and on. We didn't cover everything about sleep. <laughs> sleep point two. Sleep 2.0. I'll do it uh, another So time. yeah, like how is your sleep? What's working? What isn't working? Um, Questions about sleep because we can cover them in another topic. For I'm sure. sure we didn't. There's people who are going to say, what about this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about like exercising in the evening. Mm-hmm. Big no-no. Anyway, uh, yeah, so find us on social. <laughs> I know. I'm at Julie Brar. And I am at Key Health and Wellness Whitby. So K-I Health and Wellness Whitby. And Shanti also has the social media. Maybe we'll tag it somewhere. All right. Peace out. Have a happy uh, evening and sweet dreams. Bye. This show has been produced by podcastexpert.ca.